Welcome to the Rude Dog Show. This is an impromptu conversation, of course. For those that don't know the gentleman that I have on the phone, you really need to take a look at him. Maury Brown covers baseball at Baseball Pro, Forbes, uh, USA Today. This guy's all over the place. No wonder he has 20,000 followers. A lot of stuff going on. Maury, welcome to the show. A lot of hammers falling right now. Yeah, no problem at all. I appreciate the fastest time known to mankind to uh, do this <laughs> as soon as possible. But but speaking as soon as possible, Houston Astros certainly did the very same thing. They just fired Jeff Lunau and A.J. Hinch. Of course, they were suspended originally, but then fired by ownership. And, of course, there's an ongoing uh, Twitter video uh, in regards to this post you know uh, th- this post hammer falling tell me a little bit more a- about this and how did major league baseball just all of a sudden come to this conclusion as to what needed to happen well i, I certainly wasn't something that happened right away i mean um uh, they they expended a lot of energy did a bunch of interviews with you know over a dozen people and i think they went through something crazy like you know sixty thousand emails or something to that effect but look, I mean, this is something that um, there there had been a lot of talk of paranoia amongst the clubs around sign stealing, and really just started with the Red Sox, which um, have tentacles into this whole thing with Alex Cora being so prominently mentioned um, in the report. Um, it, I don't think it, it was that surprising to many of us that watched. Um, there had been um, really a lot of uh, speculation that it would be the one of the stiffest fines ever. Um, or penalties and disciplines ever. Um, so th- I don't think that that was um, too terribly surprising. Um, I think the thing that was surprising was Jim Crane calling the um, press conference after um, Rod Manfred had suspended them both for a year and saying that he needed to fire them. And I think that that was um, largely done for a couple of reasons. One, the, the club had been had some really bad um, PR going on. Jeff Tobham last year, the assistant GM, um, made a bunch of disparaging comments after the Astros won um, the ALCS over over the Yankees to some women um, about um, Osuna, who's of course been implicated in um, some domestic violence stuff, and he said that he was quote unquote um, effing great that uh, they had gotten him multiple times um, to these women, and so he had been fired. So there was just a bunch of stuff. I mean, there was this, there were the rumors and the innuendo around uh, the sign ceiling and then the actual report here. So um, I, don't, I don't think it's that surprising that the, the, um, the discipline went down. I think what was truly surprising was Crane firing them. Yeah, I, I think the firing certainly set that kind of precedent. And when you look at what's going, you know, what else is going on, could, could the Red Sox also be looked at? I mean, is, is, this an, is, is this a trend? Is this something that more clubs are you're going to witness and see and voluntarily look at and say, are they stealing signs? You know, how good how good were they, especially against the L.A. Dodgers? Is it something that – do you see a win being vacated here, that World Series being taken away? No, 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 no. It'll never come down to that. Um, it, it would have to be something really egregious. Look – you know, you can talk. So it's this is the thing that that's different about all this. It's not like sign stealing um, hasn't been done since time memoriam in baseball. Um, I just talked um, to a former um, White Sox and Yankee player, a guy named Pete Ward, that played in the '60s, and he was telling me about how they used to have a guy, a scout, that stood with a pair of binoculars at Old Kaminsky Field, and if he had a chair, and 
If he was sitting in a chair, it was a fastball. And if he stood up and leaned against the pole, it was a curveball. And if he stood on the other side of the flagpole, it was a changeup. So this has been going on a long time. The difference here, Rudy, is that there's the use of electronic devices. And that is the thing that Manfred had already told all the clubs as part of the initial investigation into the Red Sox. Don't do this. There will be heavy penalties if you do. And so this is Manfred following through on that. Um, I think that the Red Sox are going to get into a bunch of hot water here. And this is largely done to send a message to anybody else who's thinking about this. It's like you really want to deep six your, you know, your club for a couple of years. Um, go ahead and do this. But, I mean, there's going to be severe ramifications if you get caught. So I, I sign stealing has been part of the game forever. But it's just the use of electronic devices that really um, – that was that, that – that line that I think that the Astros and potentially it looks like the Red Sox crossed. Well, again, it goes back to, to the Red Sox. Are they going to be investigated as well for use of very similar electronic devices to steal signs as well? Well, they already have. And I mean, so, so they, there was part of an investigation prior with the use of an Apple watch. They said, Hey, you guys don't be using that. Um, They were given assurance by the club that that was no longer going on. Of course, the, the key thing here is is Cora coming over from the Astros and potentially perpetuating the sign-stealing thing when he left as a bench coach from the Astros where he's implicated greatly in this report and then brought that, that culture over to the Red Sox. And so I think that you will absolutely see a situation to where um, Cora will, once, will um, almost assuredly be given a one-year suspension, I, I, I don't see how they don't. But I think that the question will be whether this puts a, a additional pressure on John Henry and the other owners of the Red Sox to fire Cora, which would be you know, a, a pretty devastating thing. I mean, in both Hinch's case and in Cora's case, they both won World Series, and there's now this cloud around them about that. And, of course, there's pressure from teams, um, certainly the Yankees who got you know stymied by – um, the Astros to get to the World Series, and then certainly the Dodgers. And so there, there's all that. But if you read the report or the, the statement by Rob Manfred, um, no players were implicated. And Beltran, who has been is mentioned as saying, hey, we need to do something about looking at getting better stuff around signs. Um, now, of course, he's left with the Mets. He doesn't appear to be in the crosshairs around anything. Cora is the one guy. I don't think that it moves past that. Well, then the bigger question is, do the Red Sox find a way to take to have somebody take Cora's place in lieu of this, you know, cloud of judgment hanging over him? I mean, clearly he was the spearhead when he was with the Astros. Is this going to is this going to move forward into the Red Sox? What do the Red Sox do to offset this loss if, in fact, that's what it boils down to? Well, they'll have to do the same thing that um, the Astros are doing, which is that they'll have to go out and, and get a manager. I mean, look, here's the thing. I, you know, I think that those guys um, in both AJ Hinch and once again, I mean, we're speculating about whether Cora would potentially have something happen to him. But if it does, and it kind of looks like it's heading that way, um, I imagine that they will both find jobs eventually. Um, they're not being put on any ineligible list. They they were fired by their owners. There, it doesn't move past that. The league did a suspension, not putting them on an ineligible list. Um, and, I, and I think that it'll be one of those things to where they'll look at how they did in terms of how they managed the clubhouse and everything. 
And, you know, if it's one of those things to where they, you know, are monitored really closely, much much the same way that players that have been popped for PEDs get monitored really close afterwards to make sure that they're, they don't come back to using them. Um, I think that they'll probably be monitored close. But it does send a message to others. I, I think it's pretty much contained to these two teams right now. Um, like once again, there's a bunch of paranoia going on, and I think that what this this ruling today by the commissioner and this action by Crane does is that it sends a clear message to others that they really shouldn't engage in this. And I'm sure that there are a bunch of memos coming out right now to every single general manager, assistant general manager, player development, everybody. Don't do it. You were told before, don't do it. Now look what's happening because this is this is a big deal. I. I I stagger to think there have been um, bigger um, suspensions in terms of putting players on the ineligible list and whatnot um, and and fines across the board. Of course, the fine that was given the Astros was the most that they could do, but um, I, I can't recall one being this massive when you, when you put in what Crane did to fire both Lunau and, and um, A.J. Hinch. You know, Crane obviously had to be on the same exact board as a commissioner, Crane is quoted as saying, we need to move forward with a clean slate and the Astros will become a stronger organization. I believe that to be true and, and accurate, but paranoia, as you stated, is, is setting in across all the clubhouses. Do you see this becoming, I mean, I know they're trying to cover the strike zone and use electronics to to, to further help uh, gauge the distance as well as accuracy of the calls being made by the umpire. Is electronics going to be the basic fallout of the game? Well, there's some talk that that one way that they could could do this. There would be a couple different ways. One is to use an earpiece like we have in the NFL for the catchers to transmit and call um, signals in, or the signals will come from the dugout. Um, This is kind of bad in the sense that catchers have been really known to call games, and that's a large part of why you see so many catchers involved in managerial positions because they come very good at managing the pitching staff. Um, that would be one way that they could do it, but uh, there's a feeling that it would be uncomfortable and really mess with the pitcher's mechanics if they got something in their ear. The other thing they're looking at is some wild thing where they would use lights, and I really don't know. I mean, the, the whole thing um, just strikes me as a little bit difficult to implement. I'm sure that they want to try what they're trying to do, of course, is ensure that this stuff doesn't happen and remove sign stealing completely from the game. But I get back to the, the thing that I said at the, at the beginning here, Rudy, and, and, and hopefully we, then we can wrap this up, is that um, when I talked to that old-timer um, in, in Pete Ward, um, he said, you know what, I didn't pay attention to whatever signals were coming to me because it just messed me up. Because if the signals were crossed up or whatever, now I'm in, I've got in my head that that's going to be the velocity on the ball. It doesn't say anything about movement or anything. And I start not trusting my eyes and training my eyes to pick up the spin on the ball. And so, therefore, I think there are a lot of players that will say that they didn't use it. Now, of course, the outcome that we saw with the Astros and, and as well with the Red Sox, if we find out that it's, it's moved over there as well, is that certainly those teams didn't perform bad. It's not 100% you know, on the ability to have those signs. Um, a, a, a similar but different thing would be saying, you know, Barry Bonds, the only reason he hit home runs was because of PEDs. No, 
Um, he had to be still be able to strike the ball and do that thing. And the PEDs gave him an advantage in being able to wait longer and wait for the ball to get into the strike zone longer and have more power to drive it out. But the key thing is is that you still have to do it. I can take all the PEDs in the world and still not be able to hit the ball. Um, I, I could have the signals given to me and I still wouldn't be able to hit the ball. The players still have to do something um, with it. So I think that a lot of the players just say, you know, I'm going to ignore this. I'm, not, I'm disinterested. Um, so, like I said, I, I don't see this um, really altering, hopefully, the landscape in the game. It's something that's going to be here right now. And I'm sure that Commissioner Manfred, um, outside of Houston, um, I'm sure Commissioner Manfred would like, like us to see to talk about um, the upcoming season and how that moves forward. Well, definitely. And, uh, and, and to wrap this up, and I know you're busy. you got 10,000 things going on. Of course, the Astros are, are locking you down right now. But I think moving forward for Major League Baseball is to set the precedent, set the tone, and send the message to other sports organizations as well that cheating will not be tolerated. And there's been a lot of commissioners uh, throughout the sports landscape basically kind of turning a blind eye to this because you have money, because you're rich. And and I think that, um, that Manfred's certainly laying the hammer down right now to set that tone, and hopefully other sports organizations could do the very same thing and follow the lead that the Major League uh, Baseball offices um, are, are setting the tone right now. And, of course, Maury Brown joins me. Maury, thanks a lot for your time. I certainly appreciate it, and uh, you're welcome back on any time. Thanks so much, Rudy. Have yourself a great day. You too. Thank you, Maury. Yeah, that was that was Maury Brown. You know, Maury's very insightful. There's a lot of great, of course, he's really active on, on Twitter. You can follow him at bizball, M-A-U-R-Y. Uh, talking about the Houston Astros, talking about the hammer being laid down by uh, Commissioner Manfred in regards to this. And, of course, you didn't hear the first part of the conversation. Um, originally, General Manager Jeff Loonhow and A.J. Hinch were suspended by Major League Baseball, but then ownership comes in, and Mr. Crane said, you know what, we're done. We're not going to have this. They did nothing to, uh, uh, to stop this. They didn't implement it, but they didn't do anything about it either so very interesting developments and again sending signals uh, uh in stealing signals is one thing but now G- commissioner manford sending signals to other to other teams within major league baseball as well as other sports organizations to say you know what stealing is not going to be tolerated and major league baseball certainly will not this is rudy reyes on the rude dog show thanks for tuning in don't forget i'm on itunes go to rudedogshow.com throw me a follow at rude dog reyes you can find the rude dog show on iTunes.